Eli. Hi, I'm Karen, Eli's mom. This is episode two of Adams. On today's episode, we are going to explore radioactivity. As its name implies, radioactivity is the act of emitting radiation spontaneously. This is done by an atomic nucleus that for that some reason is unstable. It wants to give up some energy in order to shift into a more stable configuration. Well, first, what is radiation? Radiation is a high energy wave that can enter human cells and destroy tissue. This radiation can come from the sun and cause sunburns. Radioactive decay is, pros- is, the, is the process by which an unstable atomic nucleus lo- loses energy by radiation. Did you know that you are exposed to small amounts of radiation every day? But don't worry, most of it is very small and won't hurt you. Even bananas are radioactive, but they have very little radioactivity and aren't harmful. Few. As we talked about in episode one, all objects are made up of small units called atoms. The number of protons in an element usually is the same as the number of neutrons, and also equals the number of electrons. Sometimes, though, an element will gain more neutrons. An element with a different number of neutrons than protons is called an isotope. There are different types of radioactivity. There is alpha decay, which is caused when there are too many protons. Beta decay is caused when there are too many neutrons in a nucleus. And gamma decay occurs when there is too much energy in the nucleus. Radioactive isotopes also have a half-life. Half-life in radioactivity is the interval of time required for one half of the atomic nuclei of a radioactive sample to decay. And back again, Uncle Joe. Thanks for coming on, Uncle Joe. We have lots of questions for you. Thanks for having me, Eli. Okay, first question. How can you tell if something is radioactive? So we have a few different ways to tell. Um, One of them is called a Geiger counter. And it's a little thing that's about the size of a shoebox. And when you get it close to anything that's radioactive, it'll start clicking like... And the more clicks you hear, the more radioactive the thing is. Okay, I think that's a good idea. Okay, uh, next question. How many elements are radioactive or can be radioactive? So we can we can make a lot of elements. We can kind of make them radioactive in some kind of fancy ways. But I think out of about, I think there's probably about a, a few dozen that are radioactive. So let's say like 30 to 50 are radioactive. Naturally. Yeah. Okay. Okay, next question, Eli. What is the most dangerous radioactive element? So that's a weird one because there's a couple different ways you could answer that. There are a few 
radioactive elements that if you, if a human picks them up, like gets close to it, it'll hurt your body directly, like make you sick, and then eventually you might die. But I'd have to say that uranium and plutonium are the two most deadly radioactive elements because you can use them to make a bomb, and those bombs are incredibly deadly. Next question. How do they use radioactivity to make power from nuclear power plants? So, uh, one of the ways that we can use radioactivity to make power plants is we find or make some radioactive elements. And basically, what that means is those elements will just give off heat for like maybe tens or hundreds or thousands of years. They'll just give off heat energy. And that energy is coming from their nucleus or nuclei kind of breaking apart and shifting around. So we have these kind of chunks of radioactive material. We form it into like a long cylinder, like a rod. And then you dunk those in water. And that heat from that radioactive element just makes the water turn into steam. It boils it. And that steam, as it rises up, can turn a fan or a turbine and that turning motion makes electricity. So to sum it up, we take these radioactive sticks that are really hot, we put them in buckets of water and the steam that comes out of that turns fans and makes electricity. What, what's another way? I think that is the way. No, I That's, think there's more than one way. What do you mean? Yeah, so oh. there are there are a few other ways um, that aren't as you aren't as safe or aren't as efficient. But the biggest way that's not here yet, but it's on the way. Where scientists are working on it right now, is instead of having fuel rods that heat up water, we think that maybe we can take little bits of hydrogen and shoot them with lasers to squish them into a helium, so we get a fusion reaction, and it releases tons more energy so scientists are working on a way to like basically grab some air squish it and get enough energy out to like run a town for a year it's like a crazy amount of energy that's cool okay last question do you have a fun fact about radioactivity sure <laughs> so there are a lot of kind of sad fun facts because a lot of the radioactive stuff has ended in tragedy for the scientists because it's actually pretty deadly but one interesting fun fact is um, so they used to paint watch hands and watch dials with radioactive elements because instead of releasing heat forever they chose radioactive elements that would release light forever basically or, or for you know tens or hundreds of years so your watch would be kind of like glow in the dark, but it would never stop glowing. Yeah, it would be like an always glowing watch. And so people did that for a while until they realized that the process of making those watches was a little bit poisonous to the workers. Is that the Radium Girls? Yeah, that's yeah. one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw a show or a movie. About that's that. in, <laughs> when he gets old enough, or <laughs> if you ever want to read about it, it's incredibly interesting and sad. And yeah, I, I, I've seen some weird pictures. Okay, um, and Eli. And, and now, now time, time for, for a joke. joke. How many lives does a radio 
lives of a cat have? I don't know. How many lives does a radioactive cat have? 18 half lives. Uh... Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.